Amen. People of God, Amen. I welcome you to church this evening. And I welcome you to the first day of the new month, April, beginning the second quarter of the year 2022. Happy new month, brethren. Just look at the uh, wonderful person sitting beside you and say to him or her, welcome to church and happy new month. It shall indeed be a new month for you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, today begins our three days revival program. A special one indeed and one of its kind in the church. Uh, remember that this year 2022 is our year of higher grounds, exceedingly open doors and higher grounds. And this month of April, the Lord God designated it as the month that we shall receive help from above. Coincidentally, the theme of our three days revival is also tagged help from above. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I will be your host for the next three days and the Holy Spirit shall be the chief host. He is the one that we have come to meet. If it is me, you see me regularly. You see me every day. You talk with me every day. Sometimes uh, we, we eat together and all of that. But this evening, the person that you have come to meet, the person that you have come to hear his voice is the Holy Spirit. And as we prepare for the revival programs, my prayer is that the Holy Spirit will speak to us in unmistakable terms such that we will know that this is the voice of the Lord. And the people that encounter us will know that the finger of God is upon our life. If you believe, it shall be so for you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So this evening, before we begin to pray, we will talk briefly on, I lift up my eyes. That's what we're talking about. I lift up my eyes. Please open your Bible to the book of Prophet Isaiah, chapter 45, verse 22 I lift up my eyes Isaiah chapter 45 verse 22 the Bible says look to me and be saved all you ends of the earth for I am God and there is no other. I want you to bow down your head this evening and say a prayer. Lord, I have come before you. I lift up my eyes unto you. Show yourself as my Savior and my God. Open your mouth and begin to pray. 
I lift up my eyes unto you this evening. Show yourself in my life in this month of April as my Lord and Savior. Make sure you pray. He says, look to me and be saved. Lord, I lift up my eyes unto you this month. Show yourself as my Lord and Savior in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Come down, O Lord, and magnify your power. Come down, O Lord, and magnify the power. Come down, O Lord, and manifest your power. Holy Ghost, come down and glorify thy Savior. Holy Ghost, come down and glorify thy Father. Father, release your spirit upon the auditorium this evening. We are a witness to the revival service today. Speak to the heart of every brother and sister seated. Demonstrate your power from on high and break the yoke of sin and break the yoke of problems and poverty in the life of your people and set your people free revive us as a church that will become firebrand for you in this month of april in the name of jesus Amen. thank you because you have answered prayers in jesus name we pray Amen. in jesus name we pray Amen. please open your eyes in the book of isaiah that we read the Lord God of heaven himself is talking. He spoke specifically to his people. Sometimes, when the word of God comes forth, you must ask the spirit of God to be able to receive it. Because if you are none of his, you will not hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. But when the Holy Spirit indwells you, when the spirit of God is living inside of you, when the word of God comes forth, you will hear it and it will address specific issues of your life. Therefore, I pray this evening that our ears of understanding shall be opened and the word of God that will be coming forth from here shall address specific issues of our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. God is saying that in this month of April, you should look unto him. 
It's very clear. It's a specific instruction. I know what he has told me. And I'm transmitting to you, people of God, what the Holy Spirit is saying. Because this month of April, certain things shall be happening around and about. But for you, when you receive the instructions, and these things begin to happen, they will translate to testimonies for you. They will translate to joy for you. They will translate to victory for you in the name of Jesus. He says, look unto me. When you do, you will see my majesty and you will know that I am God. Let another scripture corroborate what Isaiah is saying. Then you will know that this month of April, your help certainly is going to be coming from God. It's going to be coming from on high. It's going to be coming from above in Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah uh, Psalm 121. Psalm 121. As you put your hand in Isaiah, Psalm 121. And let me read from verses 1 to 8. Hear what the Bible says in Psalm 121. From verses 1 to 8. Are you there, people of God? I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your food to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. So says the word of the Lord. But I want to draw your attention to verses 1 and 2. And I will read from three different translations for a better and clearer understanding of what the Lord is saying to us this evening. Let me start from the amplified translation of the Bible. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 121 from verses 1 and 2 that I lift up my eyes to the hills of Jerusalem. From where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and heart. I am going somewhere this evening, so patiently follow me. Let's look at the message translation. It says, I look up to the mountains. Does my strength come from the mountains? No, my strength comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth and the mountains. Then I read from the Passion Translation. It says, I look up to the mountains and hills, longing for God's help. But then, I realize that our true help and protection is only from the Lord, our Creator, who made heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. If you look carefully at the way you are, if you look carefully at the way the world around us evolves, 
if you look carefully and you are a good student of history, you are a good student of the study of human beings, people of God, you will realize that we human beings, we are created by God to depend on God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Human beings are created to depend on God. When God created Adam, He created him from fragile things. You should please pay attention to me this evening so that you will know the limit of your strength and the limitless nature of the strength of God to whom you should look up to. There are two people involved here. You on one side. God on the other side. You are finite. You are limited. You are constrained. You are created from the dust. This dust is weak. This dust is fragile. This dust is weak. And that is why from time to time, you realize that you have pains in your body. Sometimes you are sick. Sometimes you don't feel good. Sometimes you don't feel okay. It's because you were made from dust. And the dust is weak and feeble. Amen. Amen. On the other side, is God, is infinite, is divine, is the Almighty. Nothing shakes him. He goes nowhere. He's not moved. He's all by himself sufficient. You and I, we are not of our own sufficient. As a pastor, I depend on you, the brethren. If I call for service and you don't show up, will I hold the service? Unless I hold service to empty chairs, then they will be wondering whether I'm still saved. As a church, if you come for service today, you enter, you are seated, you do not see pastor, you do not see evangelist, you do not see sister daughters, you do not see my wife. You do not see Cassia, you do not see prophet, you do not see the youth that are drumming. What we have, you will just pray small, carry your load and go home. Of ourselves, we are not adequate and sufficient. But if God is in this place of Himself, is adequate. Of Himself, is sufficient. So, by nature, Listen to me, people of God. We are created to be dependent on God. No man can boast that he can keep himself alive when he sleeps. Sleep is the junior brother of what? God bless you, God bless you. When you sleep by yourself, are you conscious of where you are? Even if the person I reach, he would have to do astral travel out of the body and leave the empty shell alone and go for it. If they relocate the body from where the witch left, the body and the spirit cannot reconnect again. That is the end. Take note. That is why 
you see sometimes when prayer is too hot, some guys that have transformed into birds and they are flying. Holy Spirit by a slight chair and they fall down and they die. So I need you to realize and understand this evening as we enter into the month of April that we are created by God to depend on Him. If that is the case, where did we get it wrong as human beings? And how can we make it right? If you are created to depend on God, how come when you have problems, you are trying to figure it out by yourself with your finite brain, with your limited knowledge and wisdom? Why are we not depending on God that is limitless, that is infinite and almighty? If you find yourself in that situation, you are not alone. God told Abraham, I will give you a child. And this child shall be a child of promise. And by him, your name shall be great on the earth. He told Abraham, when God speaks, he does not withdraw his word. What has he said to you? He is not, not withdrawing it. It is you that should find your way back to him to actualize that which the Lord has spoken to you. It took Abraham 25 years to receive Isaac. In between, so many things went wrong. In the journey of life, so many things could have gone wrong in your life. But I'm saying to you this evening that the Lord is here. He will make it straight. Amen. He will make it right. Amen. The Almighty that you are coming to lift your eyes up to is enough and adequate to resolve the issues of your life. That is why it is God. One day, in the presence of waiting, Sarah told Abraham, Sarah is not a carnal woman. Don't judge her. She's not carnal. You have not been in that situation before. You have not waited like that. All she wanted to do was to help Abraham. Because sometimes you pontificate and begin to point at each finger to Sarah. If it is not Sarah, we will not have Ishmael. If we don't have Ishmael, we will not have the Arabs. If we don't have the Arabs, we will not have people that are throwing bombs. False logic. Yes, they did not wait on God. They try to use their human reason to do it. It is because they are finite. It is because they are made of materials that are weak and of the dust. What mistakes have you made in your life? The Lord is lifting you out of that mistake this night and is crowning you with glory in the name of Jesus. Sarah told Abraham, take my maid, go into her. Maybe we did not hear God very well. You know sometimes we do that. We try to help God. We try to be smart. And Abraham, 
followed the advice of Sarah and they gave back to Ishmael. When they finished their business, God called Abraham and said, No. That which you have done is your own. My own is on the way. So listen to me this evening. God has made some promises for you. You have tried to help him. He said to you, that is your own. That which he says he will do with your life, he will still do it. Are you with me now? That which he says he will do with your life, God will still do it. And that's why the psalmist says, I lift up my eyes to God. I have read three, four translations for you, five I think, with my new King James, so that you can understand the scriptures. And I like the Passion translations. He said, I look up to the mountains and the hills. All I am doing in this process is to look for God's help. We all need the help of God. The pastor needs God's help. Members need God's help. Everybody needs God's help. But the question is, where do we look up to to find help? Do we look up to the hills of Jerusalem? Do we look up to the mountains? The service is saying to you this evening, during this revival service, that look, the mountains are what they are. They are the mountains. The hills are what they are. They are the hills. They are not the ones that will make provision to help you. The only one that can help you, who is our true help, the only one that can protect you, who is our true protector, is God. He is our creator. He made the heavens and the earth. Therefore, in this revival service, the person that can help you is God. And as the word of God is coming out, I want you to open your heart. I want you to concentrate. I want you to look up to Calvary and begin to speak with prayers in your heart that, oh Lord, I am sorry that I have trusted in all the mountains. I am sorry that I have trusted the hills. But now I know, but now I realize that my help does not come from the mountain. My help does not come from the hill. It comes from you, my true help and protection. Brethren, that is where your help is coming from this month. It's coming from God, who is your true help and protector. I don't know how it has been with you. Because sometimes this our face can be very deceptive. Somebody can be crying inside and put powder on the face, you will not know. Somebody can be experiencing pain. Somebody can be experiencing disappointment. Somebody can be experiencing frustration. Somebody can be having thoughts that are not wholesome and yet be smiling and we don't know. But what I know this evening is that we have the problems of your life, they are going to bust up. 
Whatever you are battling with, end has come to them. Because you have come to the true source of help. You have come to the true source of protection. And it shall be so for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. It is God that is our help. He is the only one that can help us. When Adam fell in the garden, when he sinned against God, earth was withdrawn from man. And what a man got as a reward for his disobedience is curse. God withdrew his earth, but he did not altogether withdraw it. He made a promise of the Savior. He said, Yes, devil, you have done your worst, but the Savior is coming. When he comes, he's going to break your head. Even if you bruise his head, he will break your head and he will bring the seed of the woman. He will be our redemption, he will be our salvation. I ask you this evening in whom do you put your trust? Answer the question to yourself. In whom do you put your confidence? Do you serve God in the day and worship devil in the night? Who do you put your confidence in? Do you call the name of Jesus in the church and call something else at night? Who do you put your confidence in? People of God. I lift up my eyes to the hills and to the mountains. I begin to wonder where my help will come from. Then I realize that my true help and protection is from the Lord. Our Creator, who made the heaven and the earth. God is here this night and is ready to help you in Jesus' name. But if He will help you, you need to be born again. I am saying this for the benefit of those of us who are here who still do not understand what it means to be born again. I am saying this for the benefit of those who will come across this message and yet do not understand what it means to be born again. The only person that will receive help from the Lord is the person that has the Spirit of God inside of him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you don't have the life of Christ inside of you, you will be struggling in life. Because the battle that man faces it's a spiritual battle. And the natural mind cannot fight spiritual battle. It's impossible. Sometimes, you just realize that it's not working for you. Sometimes, you just realize that the things that you don't like to do, you find yourself doing it. Sometimes, you are struggling. And where you are is not where you are supposed to be. Sometimes, the condition of your life is not the will of God for you. Sometimes, the sickness that you are battling with, they are not your portion. But inside of you, you know there is a problem, but you don't know the solution to the problem. The battle is spiritual. The natural mind, our head, our brain, it cannot fight the battle. So, you need to be born again. You need to be born of the Spirit to fight spiritual warfare. If I am fighting you physically, you can engage me. You will size me up and see whether you can beat me up. But the things that 
is contending with you, you can't see it with your two naked eyes. Why did you think that Saul ran away from Goliath? Goliath is an occultist. What did I say? Goliath is an occultist. He's a court man. How did I know? When he came out, he cast David with his gods. Who fights battle and uses God to cause people? He's an occultic man. And because the spirit of God has departed from Saul, he could no longer face Goliath. That is the situation of a sinner. If somebody is not born again, you can't face the battle of life. Because evil is prevalent in this world. Evil is prevalent. That thing that is frustrating you, sometimes God is not behind it. You just see that the devil sponsors some people to frustrate you. He will be sponsoring some people to stand against your success. And you cannot confront them. Do you have the Spirit of God in you? Because if you don't have the Spirit of God in you, people that you meet on a daily basis, they are not ordinary people. Most of them, they are demonic. They are occultic people. Most of the people that you see around, they have incision on their tongue. They have incision on their chest. They have incision in front of their head. Some of them, they have incision. You know what they call incision? Buried on their head. They play some covenant with the devil. And they are looking for people to practice with. If you don't have the spirit of God, you are a prey. But you see, the battlefield changed in the valley of Ella when David arrived. Before David came, there was no enthusiasm. The whole environment was dull. Everything was, was dry, was calm, nothing is happening, no life. But as soon as David entered, everything changed. And he began to answer, ask questions. What's happening here? Who is that terrorist? Who is that bully? Who is that person harassing the people of God? He said, be quiet, be quiet. He's a terrorist. Don't talk. He said, no, let me talk. Who is that person oppressing the people of God? He said, if you go and confront him, say, how will you do it? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He knows that he has the Spirit of God inside of him. He knows that he carried the Holy Ghost. You cannot fight the battle of life without the power of the Holy Spirit. You cannot fight the battle of life empty. Because the devil does not like you. Since you surrendered your life to Christ and you have changed him, the devil is looking for you to bring you back. Take notes. This life is a battle. This life is warfare. You are sitting down there. You think that the devil likes you? No. He doesn't like you. He's trying to look for a way to bring you down. But because David has the spirit of God inside of him, he said he will go and fight Goliath. Saul said, well, what options do I have? Go. God will go with you. And David confronted Goliath. Goliath was surprised. So he had to invoke the demons against David. What did David do? 
he responded with equal magnitude. Have you forgotten the scriptures? David responded with equal magnitude. He who is in him is greater than he who is in Goliath. Put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says in John. He said, he who is in you as a Christian is greater than he who is where? In the world. Goliath said, I curse you by the gods of Philistines. David said, no, and be there. The God of Israel that you are fighting back against will give me your head and I'll feed it to the bed of the dead. And the battle that was drawn in the realm of the spirits People of God, don't forget, nothing happens in the physical without first of all happening in the spirit. Are you listening to me now? That attack, that satanic attack against your life has been planned in the realm of the spirit. It has been planned. Because sometimes we are ignorant of the devices of the devil. You will just see that somebody is Insulting you, somebody starts attacking you for no reason. And and because we are we are ignorant, we begin to respond. We begin to respond. We don't know that in the realm of the spirit, it has been concluded their plans. But I speak to you this evening, every demonic agenda against your life, against your destiny, against your business against your family that has been plotted in the realm of the spirit, this month of April will be scattered by fire in Jesus' name. But you have to be born again. He said to me, but pastor, even you have battles. Believers have battles. Yes, we do have battles. We face battles as Christians. But the difference between me a Christian and an unbeliever engaging in spiritual battle is that for me victory is assured. But the unbeliever is defeat. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When you come to Christ, He will reveal to you the source and the secret of warfare confronting your life. And he will give you victory over them. When you are born again, the devil will cease to be your boss and your master. And what does it take to be born again? Just believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Believe he came into this world. He lived. He went to the cross. He was crucified. He died. He was buried. He rose up from the grave. He ascended to heaven. For your sake. And when you believe like that, all you need to do is to repent. Because you are born a sinner. And you cannot save yourself. And it was because of you that Jesus Christ did all he did. When you repent, you confess your sins. You confess your failings. You confess your inadequacies. That you are not able to save yourself. Then you surrender your life to Jesus. When you do that, the Holy Spirit will come and change your life. Hallelujah. Amen. And when you are born again, the, He gives you power of the Holy Spirit. 
Maybe the situation doesn't look like what you are expecting. And you are discouraged. You've been coming to church very fine. But you have been carrying inside of you discouragement all over the place. You've been discouraged that nothing happened to you in January. You've been discouraged that it's not working for you in February. Even March. You can't see what's happening. So discouragement is coming to you. And you are hearing voices. This church business is not working for you. Why don't you go back to where you are coming from, the devil? Why don't you go back to the world? Why don't you do what they are doing? Look, brethren, it's worse for them out there. David had been in your situation before. There was a time David was suffering from depression. He was sad. He was bitter. He was angry that why are things not working for him? Even that's, that's why the fact that he was serving God, that's why the fact that he will sing. Everything that they said he should do, he has done it. He has worshipped God, he has praised God, he has done everything, he has served him, he has been faithful, he has kept himself. Why are things not happening for him? One day, as he was praying inside the sanctuary, God opened his eyes. Because he was envious of sinner, he saw that. It is the devil that is fattening them the way that we take care of chicken until Christmas Day. The chicken in your house, do you love the chicken? Do you love chicken? You are just taking care of it because of what? Christmas. Is that not so? That's what the devil is doing to unbeliever. You see them riding motorbike, no problem. You see them doing, feeling fine. They look so, it's not so. The day the devil will strike them, they will not be able to get help. But for you, look up this evening because your help is coming from God. Even if it seems that things are falling apart, even if it seems that you are faint and weary and tired, the Lord is here. Is going to help you. It's going to give you power. Power of the Holy Spirit. To overcome all the challenges and the problems of your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says, if you faint in the days of adversity, your strength is small. You are no longer bubbling. You are tired. You are deflated inside of you. Like a ball. You know food, you know ball that these young ones play. If the ball is deflated, can you play it? What do you do? Eh? What do you do the ball? You pump the ball. When you pump it, then you bounce it again. The Holy Spirit is going to pump you and you bounce back. In the name of Jesus. Everything that is deflating you, I rebuke in the name of Jesus. Look up unto him, he will help you. He's the one that will give you the power to make wealth. This month of April, you will not lack. It is not one of those casual prayers of pastor. I am confident, that's why I'm declaring it to you, that this April 2022, you will not lack. All you need to do is to log on to what I am saying by faith that the Lord says 
that you will not lack. You know one thing, resources on earth, they are material. They are something that you can see. They are something that you can hold. But the ownership is spiritual. You have not heard this before. The resources that you are struggling to hold, the money that you are looking for, they are printed by central bank of your country. But the ownership of the money is not central banks. It is spiritual. So, people of God, why am I telling you this? You have to connect to the realm of ownership to assess material things of this world. That is what it means when it says, he is the one who gives you power to make wealth. You can be wealthy, you can be healthy, you can hold material things because you need it for your well-being and health. You don't have to live struggling. You don't have to live in poverty. That is not the plan of God for your life. You don't have to live in lack. That is not the plan of God for your life. You don't have to live in sickness. That is not the plan of God for your life. life. But you see these material things, they are owned by God. They are owned in the realm of the spirit. The devil has his counterfeit. That is why you see, if you want to gain wealth, is it that the Lord gives you, or the devil gives it to unbeliever through demonic means? Because nothing is neutral. Ownership of wealth is spiritual. If you don't have it, poverty will frustrate you. My prayer for you this evening is that you will learn to know the source of help. You will lift up your eyes to the mountains so that you will not die of frustration. There is frustration in this country now. Everybody is angry. Nothing seems to be working. The prices of things have gone up, but you can live above that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can live above frustration. You can live above lack. All you need to do is to lift up your eyes to the mountains and lift up unto God who is the source of your help and is reviving your spirit this evening. Is reviving your life this evening. In the name of Jesus. What do you want? Brethren, I don't know whether you have done your program for April. Today is April 1. What do you want in the month of April? Do you have it written somewhere? What are you trusting God for? You want money, God has money. Are you following me? Are you following me, people of God? You are not following me. You are not. You want money, God has money. Look up unto Him for money. Stop looking unto men for money. Stop looking unto Satan for money. Stop looking unto the government of your country for money. Lift up your eyes to him. He is the one that can provide help for you in that regard. He says, silver and gold, they are mine. Learn to look up unto him for money. 
I'm even talking to students. It's not your dad or your mom that will give you money. If you need money, what do you do? Pray. What do I say to you? When you pray, money will come. There was a time when I was young, very young, like you. I wanted to write an exam. I know. Listen to this testimony. It's for the benefit of somebody. That if I go to ask my father, he will not give me. Because as at that time, we were not living together. You know what I did? I went to the mountains in Akure. The mountain is still there till tomorrow on the way to Edori. You know Akure very well. For three days, fasting and prayer. Because I needed money to write exams. I think I finished my national diploma that time. Day one, I was praying. God, I want to write this exam. Provide the money. Day two, I was praying. God, I needed to write this exam. Provide the money. After the third day, I finished and I went down. When I got to I got the message that he said my father was moving for me. And where he was is not Akure, it's our own town. It's 30 minutes drive to Akure. When I got there, I greeted him. He started talking. And he said, what did I want? He has never asked me that type of question before in my life. I said, I want them to write an exam. And he said, how much was the money? I told him, my father, that if I told I needed money, he would be speaking English for me. Went inside and came out and handed over the money to me. Who provided the money? Who provided the money? The man is still alive, but he has not died. If I play this message on you now, he will be laughing. He did not know I went to the mountain. He just knew that in the realm of the spirit, the owner of the resources was working on him. Why me? I was working with God. Brethren, I lift up my eyes to the hills and the mountains. Where will my head come from? My help comes from the Lord. Who makes the mountains? Who makes the hills? He is the creator of the heaven and the earth. What do you want? Amen. You want husband, but you want wife. Amen. It's a spiritual business. To get husband is a spiritual thing. To get a wife is a spiritual thing. What do you want? You want to pass exam? It's spiritual. Because if you don't go to the realm of the spirit, to go and take it there. I've told you the story of one man that I know very well. Because we're going to publish this on the internet, I cannot mention his name. 
This man, let's say his name is Paul. Titus. He has a classmate. The classmate, the classmate, his name is Paul Titus. The Paul Titus that I know is very intelligent and brilliant. He's always getting good grades in the internet exam. The second Paul Titus is a toilet. He knows I've been born. Now, he went for external exam. When the results came out, Mr. Paul Titus that I know, who is brilliant, failed. The other man that is a daughter at the school passed. Even the, the headmaster said, No, this cannot be. Something is wrong. And they went to education authority. They said, That is the result. There's nothing they can do about it. What happened? In the realm of the spirit, there has been a manipulation. I pray for you this evening. Every manipulation against your destiny. The Lord will expose them Amen. and destroy them in Jesus' name. You want healing. It's a spiritual matter. Finish the thing in the realm of the spirit. It will not come ordinarily. It is in the realm of the spirit that you will deal with the matter. You will go to him who is able to help you. Are you following me this evening? This is the message I have for you. That this month of April is the month of battle, spiritual warfare. But because you are of God, you have victory already. Amen. But you have to assert your victory in Christ by engaging in warfare. You have to assert your victory in Christ by praying. If you have to fast, fast. This motto. If you have to fast, fast. And I'm also talking to myself too. I read the story of the man that owned Econet. I think he's from somewhere Central Africa. The owner of, how many of you know Econet? When Airtel first of all came, what's their name? It was Econet that they started changing their name to Airtel. This man that owned Econet is one of the richest men in Africa. And he's a man of integrity. He told the story that before he could register Econet and got his first business in his country, himself and his wife, they declared all night vigil for one month in their house. All night. From 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. for a whole month. They were doing what? They were battling in the realm of the spirits. So they flung the doors of their house open. If it is three hours, you can pray. Come and join them. When you are tired, go. His wife and himself. For one month, all night, they were dealing with the issue. In the realm of the spirit. After one month, heaven answered by thunder and they gave him echo minutes. 
and it was able to register his contract. What is it that you are looking for in April that you lack? Eh? Yeah. Oh, you and you go to go the realm of the spirit is where the decision is taken. And you are not a party to that. Let me tell you people that inhabit the realm of the spirit. It's God the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit, they are on one side. At the lower realm is the Satan and his demons. So choose your own. Daniel was praying in Babylon. Day one, he was praying. Day two, he was praying. Day three, everyone answered and said that angel to go and give Daniel an answer. What happened to the angel? The priest of Pasha, he did like what he did. That knew this angel will not go. You will not go. You will not go. He was blocking the angel. Therefore, Daniel was praying. The priest of Pasha was blocking him. He cannot go. Day 5, day 6, day 20, day 21. Daniel was praying. When the host of heaven saw that, what is all this palapalana? They said, Michael. Amen. 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 Over the issue of your life, if the Michael will respond. Amen. Ah, this junior angel cannot do the matter, cannot deliver the message. The priest of Pasha is obstructing and great and frustrating. So that you don't receive answer to your prayer. The same I can the commander of the army of God. There are priest of Pasha, what are you trying to do? Get out! And the angel moved. You know, it is on head that we don't respect authority and hierarchy. In the realm of the spirit, there is hierarchy. The priest of Pasha that frustrated the angel has more power than the angel. That's why. The angel will not go. But Michael is an archangel. All of them, they fear him. Hallelujah. Amen. But above all things, we have a name that is above every other name. And that is the name of Jesus. And the Bible says in Philippians that he has given him a name that is above all names. Of that which is called in heaven. Of that which is on earth. And that which is in earth beneath. That in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Stop a problem in your life, they will bow tonight. What you need, brethren, as we go to pray, is to lift up your eyes and behold him, the man of Calvary. He no need shouting, he no need struggling. Just lift up your eyes by faith. Look beyond your problems. Look beyond your situation. And look at the King of Kings. And look at the Lord of Lords. He's enthroned in heaven. And the Lord has given him a name that is above every other name. That in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Rise on your feet. Help is coming for you tonight. Earth is coming for you tonight. Amen. Earth is coming for you tonight. Amen. The secret of the warfare, the secret that will deliver your victory to you and reveal to you, the ball is in your course now. It is your responsibility to allow the word of God 
to mix with faith in your heart and begin to live by the knowledge of the word of God that you have. That's when you will gain wisdom. That's when you will gain victory. So you are going to pray this evening. Lord, I repent of my failure to put my trust and confidence in only you. Open your mouth and begin to repent. You have trusted something else. You have not trusted only God. You have put your confidence in other things. Tell him that you are sorry. Even you have trusted by your, your own power. You have trusted your ability. But remember that when I started, I said, we can't do it by ourselves. Our wisdom is limited. Our capacity is limited. We have to assess the realm of the spirit. Where the ownership of wealth is. You have to assess the realm of the spirit. Look, it is only God that can help you. If God does not help you, no man can help you. Whatever you are looking for tonight, it is from God that you can receive it. And that God is here, through his son Jesus Christ, is here to help you. Cry unto him, call upon him this evening. He's here to help you. He's here to give you victory. He's here to give you access to the realm of the Spirit. I have never seen that we should pursue God for that you do not receive. Tell him that you are sorry. Humble yourself before him. Confess your sin of depending on yourself, of depending on your ability, or depending on your intelligence. It's only God that can help you. Lord, help me. Help me this new month in the name of Jesus. Help me this new month in the name of Jesus. Help me, O oh Lord. Help me, O oh Lord. If you don't help me, nobody can help me. Father, help me in Jesus' name.